Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune. And we are live at Super Bowl Radio Road. Normally I would say, you know, joined by Jihei Wiley in studio. I'm joined by Jihei Wiley at Super Bowl Radio Road. This is year three for us, year one in Tampa. Nobody was there. We were the only ones there. I actually felt kind of important that we were the only ones there, but then uh, the, the only reason you come here is to get some guests. And so we did that last year in Los Angeles, our hometown. First time taking the show on the road for Super Bowl Radio Row and G. Hey Wiley, how are we feeling? You know, great. I'm not going to lie to you, though. Everybody's been really nice in Arizona, but I felt like when you walked off of the plane um, in Tampa last season, yeah. it was like crazy. Like the Super Bowl committee was like yelling and screaming and saying, Wait, so that like, was the one over. in Tampa two yes. years ago. Or yes. three, yeah. Well, that was interesting, you know, yeah. because here's the thing Tampa. Um, you know, Florida during COVID, as we know, you know, Florida and Texas both kind of pretended that that wasn't a thing. So, you know, we had a good time in the city, the league being, you know, very responsible. Uh, not that many media were credentialed. Almost no stations came out. We were one of the few that were there. But we did the majority of our shows from um, from Tampa. Like, we weren't actually on the road because, again, to set the to set the scene for you guys, there are about 150 tables set up throughout the Phoenix Convention Center, and everyone's trying to get guests. And you have people walking um, around the rows trying to figure out who's what. And if you know if you're with a player who played in uh, St. Louis, is there a St. Louis sports talk station here? So you know, with, with us being. On the Mighty Year 1090 in Southern California, the fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. I mean, we'll definitely get like anyone who is, um, you know, who is from Los Angeles, who's from Las Vegas, who's from Hawaii. So, no, it's, 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 it's fantastic. Yeah, no, I mean, the atmosphere over here right now is insane because it's packed. Like, it's, it's not even, like, and for a Wednesday, it's, this is not normal. Like, this wasn't what it was like last year. Exactly. Right. So it's it's really really great to see everybody. I mean, we've already seen Christian McCaffrey. We've yeah. already seen like just so many people. Right. Yeah. That it's just been so amazing to watch and to see. So really excited to actually be here. Um, excited to just I, I guess just kind of be in the mix of everything, be in the little hubbub of everything right now. So yeah, uh, I'm hope I'm hoping we can maybe get get a little bit more people. I don't know about you guys, but um. As far as LeBron's thing, I was a little concerned about that as well. Um, some, some Ike, yeah. The man, the, the myth, man the legend. It's Ike. Town, Ike I love is it. Here. And really, listen. There's no food inside a Super Bowl radio row. And uh, listen, we 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 were the hit of Radio Row a year ago. And and the really. 
it's not because of me. It's not because of Jihei, as much as we love Jihei. The biggest reason was, I, I, was my friend, it's Ike himself, joining us. So, Ike, second year in a row, we're doing this. How are you doing, my friend? Man, I'm having a great time. It's Phoenix, one of my, I right? would call it one of my hometowns. That's right. But here's the thing. So last year we were, we were in Los Angeles. You're, you're all throughout California. That's how people know you. Um, we are in Phoenix this year and next year in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. It's a great And the three, hope is that the year after that in New Orleans. You love New Orleans. I will we, be there. We've we, we got to get some mics there. Um, all right. You have such a connection to sports. Uh, so many of your sandwiches are named after players and teams that you love. You're from San Francisco, so you got the Giants. You got the full, San Francisco. How has food and sports changed? Well, I, it starts with well, food. I've been eating food up, you know, since I got off my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so I've been and I've been making my own meals since I was five years old. My mom taught me how to cook. And basically how to use a microwave exactly. and, and reheat leftovers since then. And then as I progress through my life, it's, it's been a thing. Like that's why people have Super Bowl parties. It's like food and sports. Yeah. And so sports and food has been a thing for everybody all the time. And then as I opened up Ike's, I got out there and then made it so that, Oh, I wanted to name, give tribute sandwiches to the I people that, that I have. So it became an integral part of Ike's. And then now all of a sudden there's like hundreds of, athlete sandwiches because of like a little idea I had back then. Yeah. And so we went to the Ikes. That's right by where we do the show in Manhattan beach. By the way, if you're little, if you're tuning in next week, you guys are going to have a party out there. Uh, Come see for me. The yes. Ikes. Yeah. Um, so when we went to Ikes for the first time in Manhattan beach, G. Hey, Wiley did not get my sandwich. He does love my sandwich. You want to guess what sandwich he had? This was the guy who was on the show a year ago. Chargers running back Austin. Oh, of course, Eckler. you got the Austin Eckler. Yeah, Austin that's a great Eckler. sandwich, though. Yeah. When you think of sandwiches uh, that you want to name after people, do you have like a list of guys that you want to kind of connect with at some point, like players that you loved as a kid or players that you're watching right now? Is do you have guys in mind? I have a list, like a dream list yeah. of who I want out there. And the thing is, with social media, it's made it so that it's actually accessible to have that happen. You can yeah. just reach out to them exactly. on social media, uh, whether it's an athlete or, or a singer or something like that. Yeah. So I do have a list. We've been reaching out. Uh, and the, the reputation of Ike's actually has it so that athletes reach out oh, to 100%. me too. Yeah. Uh, like with, uh, with Austin yeah. uh, Eckler, uh, he, uh, they were interested in doing a sandwich collab. And I was like, well, I freaking <laughs> had Austin Eckler on my fantasy team. I, so, of course. We have to do a story at some point because how you create the sandwich is really unique because there's so many sandwiches. So if you like, uh, you know, turkey and pastrami, I mean, there's a good chance that that sandwich is on the menu. The cool thing is you are very hands-on with this process where you're going to be there with the guy and you will try different sandwiches and you'll be like, this might work, this may not work. What is that process for you? By the way, so for me and the people who are a part of it, that is a life highlight. That is a life highlight for you. You probably do it on the regular. What's that like trying to figure out the right combination? It's It starts with an interview. Like I want to find out what they like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll say, oh, I, I like the menage a trois or whatever it is that they like. And then I... If they say they say that or they say they want turkey and bacon and things like that, I would just go and, okay, well, you need to make elaborate on that because yeah. we're not going to do a turkey bacon. And so we go through, like, do you like 
teriyaki stuff? Do you like spicy? What is it? Yeah. And then, I mean, you were there. We did it together, right? We, yeah. we basically sat down, got had some ideas, and then we go and taste test it. So it starts with an interview. What do you like? And then we go and produce it in real life because stuff that sounds good in my head might not taste good in real life. Exactly. So we went through that process. Mine is uh, fried chicken, wasabi mayo, uh Purple, Purple slaw. slaw, Dutch crunch. You really, I mean, they give you the option, but just better be on the Dutch crunch if you really want it well done. Um, so, listen, like we do have to talk some sports with you. Big night in Los Angeles last time. LeBron oh, yeah. James, career point. I, I thought he was going to do it on Thursday. Ike. I, I really thought like well, maybe he'll score a, a bunch of points tonight. He'll get, but his family was all there. What do you think about that? Well, LeBron James passing Kareem, the all-time point champion right now. It's a testament because, like, he's 38 yeah. and he's still killing it. And I was just thinking, I was like, well, how was Jordan playing at 38 or yeah. whoever else? Even I mean, I know Kareem played a long time. Yeah. So it's his ethic or his commitment to greatness, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's his thing, oh, right? 100%. Hashtag strive for greatness. That's right. So – I think that when I look at it, and personally, you know, I'm a Warriors fan, so I've been a LeBron <laughs> uh, antithesis there for, for <laughs> my whole life almost, Exactly. Basically, I remember watching when he was on the Heat, and they came in, and when the Warriors were up and coming, they just blew them away. But I went to the game, and, yeah. and for me, apparently, he scored his 20,000 point there. That's uh, right. I, I just read that. And so even those people that dislike LeBron, I feel like he's turning into this thing where it's like, well, you got to respect him. Like in the beginning, with, maybe with Tom Brady, people were hating on the Patriots. Exactly. And now it's like, well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. It's He's the man. People thought the Warriors were done when they didn't make the playoffs and Clay got hurt and KD went. When you guys won the championship a year ago, beating the Celtics, having gone through a couple of years where they were really down, did you appreciate that more because i think when you go through that period where you guys are like the best team in the league and then you go through like two dead de down years i think steph appreciated the one he won because it's like damn people thought we were done but we are back now well i mean you saw how they were talking yeah <laughs> after they won the title and, and i was there at game six yeah in boston uh, and hung out with the team afterwards at the party i'd say i know as a fan being like, oh man, they're they're all the way down. And like even kind of right now, they're scuffling kind of badly. Yeah. It there was some malaise in the attitude. Like yeah. I'm a season ticket holder, and I couldn't even give away tickets because the words were so good. People yeah. like ah, I already seen it. Playoff tickets make a dollar more than what you paid for them. Yeah. Kind of thing because people weren't wanting them. And now all of a sudden it's it became oh yeah look we're back and it I feel like for a lot of people it was a redemption story even though there wasn't really in a need to be right? redeemed because yeah. they already had their titles and maybe they got said, Oh, they got carried by KD all those years. But obviously that that's, you know, not true. You know, I mean, I really think KD has got to look back, can appreciate the run that he had. I think he's been wanting to do it by himself, which is fine, but he was on such a fantastic team in golden state and he leaves and he wants to create his own super team. Right? So he leaves to Brooklyn he brings out like Kyrie, brings James Harden, and when I say they didn't reach the success of the Warriors, like they've been one of the biggest failures in league history. Um, you got to look back at KD and say, like, what what were you thinking? Like, when you look at what, what he did, like, are you upset at KD? Do you feel bad that he's like, like Kyrie's gone, James Harden's gone, he's left with nothing right now in Brooklyn? Well, I'll start by saying that KD is my guy. Okay. He has free Ikes for life. I love that. He has one of those. There's not too many people that have that. Exactly. Obviously, you probably got one. 
there's not too many uh, uh, people that have that. So yeah. he gets to eat free at Ike's for life. Okay. Now, so that being said, I, I feel like, and, and, and probably a lot of people listening can relate. We've been in amazing situations in our lives, and yeah. we're still like, you know what? I want something else, yeah. even though it's perfect. And he had the perfect situation. They still win that title last year with KD, maybe even yeah. another one or if not two, and and you know get all those in a row. And but he left, and he yeah. wanted something different. He broke up with the team to go and find you know what the grass is greener somewhere else, and yeah. it's not, it's and not, it's often not. Yeah. We know what we have, and as humans, we usually look and be like, well, what else is out there? And and he got that like in real life in his face. He he had. Kyrie and Harden, and I mean, Ky- Kyrie was played awesome. Harden didn't do much, and Harden's gone. Kyrie's gone now, yeah. although that was a lot of self-inflicted and team-inflicted too. And now KD's there, and if he wants to stay, I'm sure he can attract whoever he wants to attract yeah. to come there too. And and I mean, I don't know about Ben Simmons, what he's going to do, but That's a tough we'll, deal we'll, I mean, him. we shall see. What I mean, you're you're very deep. We've had deep conversations. You're very well read. I mean, there's something about KD where he. He's on Twitter more than I've ever seen any great player. He reads people's comments about him. He engages with people's comments about him. He's always searching for that next thing, right? Um, like, why, why would you leave the Warriors after everything that they've done there, wanting to do his own thing in Brooklyn? I, I bet you he, he leaves, like, I think he wants to do, like, the, the next thing. Like, when you see him from afar, is he searching for something that's not quite there? Well, it, he's taking outside criticism yeah. uh, a little too hard. Now I have some. Gr- there's some, been some great examples. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, who took outside criticism and spurred them to greatness. Yeah. And perhaps this is a part of what make, makes Katie a killer. Yeah. Like he came out, he was a skinny kid, and all of a sudden he's like one of the greatest scorers of all time. Yeah. And he took that and and ran with it. He just needs to make better decisions, I think. If you're going to use yeah. and have a chip or, or use people to to get to propel you to move forward, sure. you got to be more cerebral, cerebral about it. Yeah. And of course, it sounds on paper, Kyrie and Harden and, and all this stuff. Yeah. It sounds on paper it was going to do uh, awesome. And they kind of did all right. Yeah. Uh, what was that, like two years ago? Two years yeah. ago. But And so I would say it was kind of uh, hit or miss. Like They could have been the team two years ago. It just didn't go the way always. Yeah. Had they had time to gel, perhaps. And so I don't think he what he's doing is wrong other than he did definitely turn down two or three titles in before he's going to win one. Yeah. You've traveled a lot. Uh, a lot of food around stadiums around the country are really bad. I, oh I would, say, gosh, I would yeah. say SoFi Stadium, a $5 billion stadium, has the worst food in the the country um what makes good <laughs> stadium food and and what's the best that you've gone to what's what's the best place you've gone to for a game where you're like all right and by the way because you give a lot of love to a lot of different places i've seen you do your reviews about burritos sandwiches tacos you give love out there is there a place that has good food out there to watch a game to watch a game you, you mean uh, at the stadiums or, or? At, that, at the stadium? Because if I'm going to the Super Bowl, I'm going to pack some ice right. in my backpack and enjoy myself. A lot of stadiums don't have really good food, though. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yes, you're right. What makes good food is the we all love the hot dogs and the popcorn and yeah. stuff like that. And unfortunately, that hasn't been made elite in a long time. Like somebody hasn't gone out and and wanted to master the hot dog. I mean, maybe we get Joey, yeah, Joey Chestnut to come and and yeah. do that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Though, as far as places to go, I love 
actually Chase just down the just down the street over here uh, where the Diamondbacks play. Okay, they got some pretty creative food. All right, and, and I remember uh, what watch the Royal Rumble. That was Ike. He made my dreams come true. I really always dreamed as a child to have a sandwich named after me, and Ike made that dream come true. And we are here still as Super Bowl Radio Roll Live. G. Hey, speaking of dreams, no one loves sports talk radio quite like G. Hey Wiley. This is the epicenter. You look to your left, you look to your right, in front of you, behind you, the sports talk from around the country. We got Jim Rome here. We've got Tony Bruno. We got. Well, t- tell me what it's like for you, G. Hey, to be here. I mean, this is the dream, right? This, um, especially if you grew up listening to um, sports radio pretty much my whole entire adult life yeah. uh, for over 20 years, right? So it is great to see an. A, plethora of yeah. uh, legends, you know, wa- walking around. And I mean, to, to have Ike on also was just such a wonderful treat as well. I love the impromptu, by the way. The that's like the, the best part of Radio Row. That's Radio Row. You see someone, you know, walking in front of you, you pull them aside. Uh, this is, again, living the uh, dream. Speaking of legends, speaking of living the dream, LeBron James last night, G.K. Wiley, once again, becomes the all-time scoring champion, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We knew this moment would come. We knew this day would come. I thought it would be Thursday. It happened on Tuesday. But once again, G.K., happening in a losing, they, they, they lose to the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, you know they're they're five games below 500 right now. I'm I'm beginning to think more and more that, that they're not even going to make the play-in tournament. Uh, there's talk about a, a trade maybe in the works. Maybe Russell Westbrook could be gone, according to Woj, having a heated exchange with Darvin Ham um, post game. Um, I don't know. Listen, happy for LeBron. I've mentioned this before. 60% of his points were scored in Cleveland, 21% in Miami, just 19% with the Lakers. I, I just don't view this as a great Lakers moment, a great moment in league history, a great moment, obviously, for LeBron. But like as a Lakers fan, with this happening in a season when they're five games below 500, they were a below 500 team a year ago. I, I just, me personally, I can't get thrilled for it. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I actually was talking to my Uber driver on the way over <laughs> here about it, and just want and just you know, uh, uh, this this is what you're happy about, you yeah. know. I mean, if if this were me personally, I'd want rings, right? Uh, that that's what I would really be wanting to look forward to and wanting to celebrate. I just saw a really really funny meme, by the way, that there were no cameras out for LeBron's moment and for Jordan to um, beat Utah in in the final. You remember that game? So it was, it was the opposite, where like everyone in that picture um, had their camera phone out for the LeBron moment. But back in '98, no one there had smartphones. No yeah. yeah. So there was this 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 kind of um, you know these this this comment of like, listen, you paid all this money for all these tickets, you know, for the game, and you're basically watching it on your camera phone. So. I get it. Listen, you want to commemorate this moment, but listen, people will take pictures of it. I promise you there'll be great high definition video and pictures, but no, it's funny when you look at that uh, great picture that Andy Bernstein, by the way, took of, uh, and you just zoom into the crowd. Like everyone is holding a camera phone. And I mean, when I, you know, they're holding their phone, but I get it. You, you want to chronicle this moment. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe this just, shows how old school we are I know, right I know. Sh- shows how well shows our age for sure yeah. but just kind of shows like live in the live in the moment guys yeah. you know because th- this is a moment in time granted it's going to be encompassed in um, time forever but to actually sit there and watch the game and live in that moment is kind of the dream right yeah. to be able to see that 
I mean, and and I get it, but no, it, it was a great side by side because Jordan shot in Game Six to beat the Jazz pre-smartphone where people are just, like you said, enjoying the moment. They are transfixed on the court. Uh, and then again, you you fast forward to well, last night, 2023, everyone's got their phone out. Everyone's looking at their screen, making sure that they got the shot just right, making sure that they could post it on their socials, on TikTok, on IG and all that. I get it. But at the same time, it was a funny side-by-side. Again, Great moment for LeBron. I don't think anyone's going to beat that mark. I think by the end of his career, he'll have well over 40,000 points. Uh, again, things have to go extremely right. you you got to go from high school to pro. You have to be a great player from day one. You have to have 20 years. By the way, G.A., in year 20, he's averaging 30 points. It's just we haven't seen this before. So maybe there's – I don't think the person is – alive who will break the record maybe at some point they will be born long after we're gone and technology will be to the point where you know they, they can play forever and ever and ever but what he's done this season amazing she hey let's leave it there for now when we come back we will be live again super bowl radio row here in phoenix we'll be joined by our good friend mike palm from circus sports talking about the super bowl and the prop best when we come back right here on the mightier 1090 in southern california the fan in las vegas and the hawaii sports radio network We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Still clown with the underground when we come around. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show, presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We are at Super Bowl Radio Row. Now we're joined by the man himself, Mike Palm. Mike, how are you doing, my friend? Arash, great to see you again. Yes. Not in Vegas, here in Phoenix. Pretty impressive here. We're down here uh, scouting out a little bit. You know, Derek's on the uh, Super Bowl planning committee for That's Las Vegas right. next year. They've been meeting for three years. Can you believe that? <laughs> It's quite, it's quite an experience, you know. The NFL tells you what's yeah. gonna what's gonna happen, but a lot of different events that go into this. Obviously, a lot of logistics and trying to learn a little bit for next year. Mike, that was the first thing I, I kept thinking about was that this is fun, but they say that the next best place to be if you're not going to be at the game in Las Vegas, be at the game at Super Bowl, is in Las Vegas. And so next year, for the first time, I think a lot of these people who are here on the row that go home on a Friday, be like, you know what? Maybe I'll say, maybe I'll say, I'll go, go to Circa. What do you think? Las Vegas is going to be like one year from now. You know, it's an interesting 12 months coming up with F1. That's right. In November yeah. and, you know, rebuilding the streets on the Strip and that. And then the Super Bowl. It'll be interesting with the compression because the NFL comes in and says we need X number of thousand hotel rooms. And Uber and Lyft, these are the areas you can go in and we can. So it'll be interesting about 
you know, for the for the fan that has been coming out every year to Super Bowl, and, yeah. and, and Super Bowl is about groups, yeah. group of eight, group of twelve, group of sixteen that comes out every year. How that effect will have on them? Because Las Vegas is already the best place to be. Yeah. I don't care if Super Bowl's in Miami. Las Vegas is the best place. I don't care if it's in LA. Las Vegas is the best place to be. So, will it peak the peak, or will it, you know? Be less than the peak next year. It'll be interesting to see. I'm sure it'll be a great showcase for our city, yeah. but for the average person, the experience may be a little bit different. Like when you look at the Super Bowl, I mean, where, where does this rank? Again, it it is the biggest day on the sports calendar. But when you look at what you guys do in terms of all the amazing events, is Super Bowl the top? In terms of a block of a weekend, yeah. the opening weekend of March Madness is That's number right. one. Okay, Super Bowl is number two. You know what's number three now? Wild card weekend. Because now they have the six games. They yeah. wrap it to Monday. You get everybody to stay. And then I think number four is opening weekend of NFL. So now NFL's two, three, and four on yeah. the list. Uh, the sport grows. You know, it's probably the most gender neutral in that in that females also get involved in it in sports betting. They like to, to be involved with football. So it's it's so part it's such a great product, the NFL. And here we sit and you got a great matchup, a point spread of only one and a half or yeah. gonna be two probably right now. So and two compelling figures in Mahomes and Hurts and that. So this this should be a great. I hope it's a great game, right? Yeah. And I, and because of course we like the end game wagering as well. Exactly. <laughs> Mike, you set the scene. I love your social media because you guys do a really great job of kind of showcasing all the fans that, that, that come there. You got the sports book, world's largest sports book, but then Stadium Swim as well, the pyrotechnics that are going to go on after the game. Uh, set the scene. I mean, what is it going to be like on Super Bowl Sunday at Circa? You know, I was thinking about this yesterday, Arash. We're going to have over 11,000 people just at our parties, wow. right? Let's start at the ballroom at the D, the Detroit ballroom on the 12th floor. Ten years ago, that was the only venue we had. We had 300 people in there. So who could have dreamed what would have happened with Circa yeah. and all that? We'll have 400 folks in there. We'll have over 6,000 outside at the downtown Las Vegas event center behind the D. Yeah. World's large, largest outdoor uh, Super Bowl party. Stadium swim. You mentioned good catch on the pyrotechnics. Yeah. There's a chance uh, Greg Stevens, Derek's brother, uh, has become pretty close with some of the, the higher-ups at Nellis. We might have a flyover That's right amazing. after the national anthem of stadium <laughs> swim. We'll have 3,500 people at stadium That's swim. Incredible. Another 450 people in the book. Every seat's been sold out yeah. since the start of the playoffs. And 700 players up in the ballroom, too. So, it, I, I'm just. I came down for a day to check things out. I got to get back. I mean, the list for these parties oh, and the yeah. jockey going on and all the preparation. I mean, it's a great time, but it's a lot of work too. So, quick trip down here, amazing. Get to talk to a lot of nice people like you, but then back to work. Yeah, oh, totally. Here with Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circuit Resort and Casino, the Dean Golden Gate. Here's what I love is right before the season starts, and I think it's like around May, I love the, the connection you and D Derek has where you are the voice of reason. Where, <laughs> hey, Derek, we got to calm down with this guarantee. Uh, then you're you're the one sweating the, the entries. And describe, if people don't know, and they, it's crazy if they, they wouldn't, but Circa Million, Circa Survivor, it grows and grows. And, and each year, Mike, I, can't, I keep thinking like it can't grow anymore, but it keeps growing and growing. You're the voice of reason. Derek wants to make it larger. Well, you know, I, don't let me say I told you so, Derek. I was right the last two years of the number, but he always keeps going up, up, up. He won't go back. He won't. Even, he doesn't even have a neutral. That's the problem. So, you know, it, it's funny because two years ago, we walk out of the meeting. We really do it after March Madness gets over. Okay. We sit down and finalize the number. We wait for the NFL schedule. Because with Survivor, you have the quirky weekends and that. We want to chop the games up and make it fair for everybody. 
Um, but we wait for the schedule to come out to open the contest up. But we, we, we decide on the guarantee amount right after March Madness. Two years ago, so for the contest of last season, I said, do four and four, Derek. Do hmm. four. Oh, no, no. We're going to grow Survivor from 1,000 to 6,000. So we did 4 million and 6 million for Survivor. Yeah. We did 4,100 and 4,100. So we were 2 million short. He yeah. Out of his pocket. <laughs> this year, I said, oh, it's perfect now. You can guarantee 10 million, six and four, because we we will get. I said, oh, no, that's not enough. Six and six. What did we get? 6,100 and 4,100. I was dead right. He's okay because it gets a lot of publicity, sweating the, the overlay, right? But. Yeah. The survivor is really going to grow it, Rich. Yeah. I think survivor gets to 10,000 within two years. People are obsessed. Mm -hmm. And if Derek would like, I think we should shift it. Let him buy 10 entries. People are bringing their mailman, their dentist, so yeah. they get more entries, right? They want more. People want 30, 40, 50 entries. How could I miss? You only have to pick exactly. one winner a week, right? Yeah. And the stories are compelling. It's an every man that wins every year. Guy that sells roofing. A guy that deals <laughs> antiques. We, we, yeah, we, it's, it's, it's a guy that has a little boat and does some fishing. But, I mean, it's just regular people that win this Survivor. And yeah. as soon as you get knocked out, you're so upset. But you can't wait for next year. Yeah. <laughs> the, the I think you did a post because it came down, you know, or one someone did a post. When it comes down to one game, one result, and the amount of money that goes to that, um, and, and it keeps you going the, the entire year. Circle Survivor, Circle Million. Um, what are you most looking forward to with the game? Because you have the number of props circus squares it's it's like from the from the coin flip to the national anthem to the first score to like you are hooked like every second of that game literally i said you can almost bet on every play through the props <laughs> yeah. right You're, there's yeah. a sweat on every play and, yeah. and i what i find really interesting are the cross sport ones so the nights yeah. are good thing the nhl always schedules the nights on super bowl sunday yeah so great for vegas because they link up different players on the nights and the nights total and all that with different things we're doing soccer stuff that's you know the yeah. goals by napoli versus mahomes touchdown stuff like that there's some there so far you know people love to bet on kelsey we see a lot of positive kelsey yeah. props i'll tell you one of the favorite ones this year is will any player score eight points on one drive so the touchdown and the two but the oh, same yeah. player has same to player. score okay people are betting yes we opened it 15 to 1 i think it's plus 13 to 1 now right wow. now so you know, people take shots and long shots, this and that, and all the indexes. And it's people come out and they have a great time. You might win a little, you might lose a little, you might win big, you might lose big, but it's an experience of a lifetime. And and people try to emulate it each and every year, no matter what venue they choose. Yeah. My last couple of questions. Uh, listen, we, we we know what kind of a pro sports town Las Vegas has become, and now the next one, Major League Baseball. Derek was a part of the meetings. Because here's the thing: the south end of the strip, you got a Legion, you got T-Mobile, and that's all well and good. Let's bring some love to downtown and the north side. What do you think of the future of pro sports in Las Vegas? I think we get a basketball team before a baseball okay. team, Marish. Here's the problem with the Oakland A's. Yeah. And Major League Baseball blackout rules. Oakland's a blackout market. How can there be a fan base? Yeah. I don't think you can rely on just a corporate sponsorship when you have 81 home games. Yeah. I think it's a tough deal. You know, Derek's floated an idea of building a stadium, but each team plays two series. So the Cubs and Cardinals play a series in Las Vegas. The Mets, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Padres. And they do this, and you'll fill it up because those the fan bases love to come. It's like the Knights. The Rangers yeah. play here. 60% are red and blue. Yeah. The Bruins play here. 70% are black. I mean, people come to Vegas to watch their team play. 
you know, the Oilers come, the, especially at Western Canada, the Oilers come, the Flames come, they come down here. It's an interesting idea. I think we'd be better to be able to support that than the Oakland A's. I might be wrong, yeah. but I, I question that. Because it, it does seem Las Vegas does appreciate having their team. When you look at the Golden Knights as opposed to, Vegas you know. Born. They, they, Vegas born. Not, Vegas-born, not transferred, right? Yeah. Not moved. Um, you're right, though, about downtown in the area there. And, you know, you talk about Cashman. I know developing a major league soccer team. Mm. Uh, I think we're close there, too, to yeah. getting an MLS team there. And I think that probably will be downtown. Uh, but you're right. A little love for downtown right. would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the growth of Circa Sports. You know, when, when it first opened as a book before the opening of Circa, um, and now that beautiful resort that comes up and Stadium Swim. And what I love is you guys really did a good job of chronicling this. And if anyone goes to Circa, there's a book about you guys basically oh, yeah. getting a, a piece of paper and a napkin and a pen and w tell me what that feels like to be a part of something that's there now. You know, a, a very observant guest who had come and stayed, got the book and read the book. And, and they tweeted to Derek about how seriously was Lucky Line considered as the name of the casino. Well, it was one of the architectural presentations. So we had a bid with architecture firms, five of them. They presented an idea, including a name and a design. So Lucky Line was one of the five firms. It was never really considered to be one of the names. But the guy read very well yeah. into that whole story. I sat, and Steelman was our architect. We sat in meetings for over two years. Every Wednesday, we would go to their office. The meeting would start at 4 p.m. Some nights, we didn't get out of there until 9 or 10 p.m. I mean, I think it took us six months just to design the Porta Cachere. Wow. And, you know, it's amazing. I'm not a designer, but every time you move something one inch, it affects a million other things. Yeah. That. The process was really quite – the original design of the pool was was like half of it was on one level and half of it was two <laughs> floors below, not like the cascading yeah. one. Things evolved. Uh, the Legacy Club on the Roof was one of the evolutions that's really been successful, gaining a lot of steam. But it, it's been such a process. In terms of circus sports, you know, we're in northern Nevada now mm -hmm. in Sparks uh, with Legends Bay. In addition to the three downtown, we're at the Tuscany as well mm -hmm. on the Strip just off the strip and also at the pass in downtown henderson mm -hmm. we're in colorado we're in iowa and soon to be in illinois in waukegan uh we've partnered uh with the american place which is a full house resorts they're going to open next friday illinois gaming will grant the uh, sports license two months after you've opened your table games and slots so second quarter will be there they're going to be in a big tent for two two and a half years but I then see. they're building a permanent structure and we are going to build what we have in Las Vegas at Circuit, that kind of a book in Chicago. Wow. I think that'll be a real game changer in the Midwest market. What do you think when you walk around Super Bowl, it'll happen during the game. Yep. And now that there's a sports book almost attached to most of these venues, this has been a part of your life for so long and for so many years. As you know, it was very taboo. Don't talk. Oh, yeah. I mean, the league has multiple gambling partners. You walk around. Uh, it's, you know, you knew this day would probably come, and I don't know if you did. What do you feel like now that the leagues, professional leagues, have embraced what you've done for your life? Uh, it, it's amazing. I'm thinking about my dad having parlay cards in a planet, St. Yeah. Regis, which became Georgia Pacific in Dubuque, Iowa. And the leagues not, not, not coming, you know, 90 degrees, but 180 <laughs> degrees. On well, they found out a way how you can make money for it. Yeah. I think it's happened quicker than I thought. Okay. I mean, we're sitting here at 33 states in the District of Columbia. Speaking of which, I sit on the board of directors of the American Gaming Association. I went to their the, the winter uh, directors meeting. 
And I went to say, I said, what's going on in D.C. tonight? We had a free night. Georgetown's playing at the Cap Center. You know, I walk over. Right. William Hill has a book right there. That's I mean, right. literally five steps. Yeah, yeah, you have to go out one door. So I said, what's the line on the first? Oh, you can't bet on Georgetown. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, but you can bet on the Flyers. You yeah. know, you can bet on the Wizards and all that. It's, it was amazing to me, though. There it is. Literally, from me to this wall, they're playing the game. And here's the sports book where you're betting yeah. on it right there. So it's amazing. 33 states and the big three still not even in play yet. California, Florida, Texas. Yeah. Think about that. So I can envision a day, you know, in the next few years. We are 42, 44, 45 states that have it. It's become so mainstream now and people are educating themselves. There's a lot of good sources out there. And it's like any recreation. You know, you want to learn to ride a motorcycle. You won't be evil Knievel next week. Yeah. But you will continue to learn. You'll budget yourself appropriately, and you'll get better at it, and you'll have more fun at it. Yeah. And, Mike, we'll, we'll, we'll for sure have you back on before the Million and Survivor. But, again, you don't need to be in Las Vegas. If you go out there and you go with a proxy service, yep. one that you're, you guys are comfortable with, you guys are – I mean, that changes the game in terms of, like, they don't have to be there. Like, But, by the way – it's not the worst thing in the world to fly out to Vegas once every while, but you don't have to now. Does, I mean, how much does that help where someone doesn't have to be there all the time? Well, these contests would be nothing. That, yeah, I can't. If it was yeah. just locals? Yeah. Are we talk, we're talking about <laughs> 6,000 and 4,000 entries. We'd be talking about 600 and 400. Yeah. The majority yeah. of people are out of state. No. You make your trip out there and sign up. Proxies are great. These yeah. are really professional services. Um and, and a lot of hard work, you know, yeah. putting all these entries, making sure people get them in and then getting them all in before before the deadline. But if, if people that are a little leery of it, you can go online, you can research it, talk to other people that are in it. It's a really smooth, seamless experience. If you don't know, you can call Jeff Benson. He can recommend a few. Mm -hmm. Go online, book an appointment, you come out, they sign up with you, and then everything's just a text to them and you get all your plays in you know, when I talked to the folks in Vegas about like all these big events, they said the one event that we would never place a bid on would be the first weekend of March Madness because why? Because they have games around the country. But now you guys are going to get the regional, 2028, the final four. Yep. Vegas is my favorite place in the planet during the first weekend of March Madness because you got all these people and they circle that date on the calendar. Old school college friends, they were married, they got yep. kids, but they said no matter what, where we are in life, we're going to be there. Yep. Set the scene. My last question. What is March Madness? That first weekend of March Madness in Las Vegas. Oh, it's incredible. Here's your South Dakota State group, your <laughs> Kansas group, your Iowa State group, your, you know, Michigan State group. It's awesome. It's a great time. There's a lot of betting opportunities, right? Sure. Even the week before, Conference Championship Week is awesome in yeah, Vegas. Except, yeah. Very underrated, mm -hmm. right? But March Madness is, a, I, I look, I go up on the 15th floor and I look out at the stadium swim on March Madness. And it's how crazy it is. And there's the four games going and people are screaming. And it's a flow. People in and out for the game they want. Everybody's got their boards, their brackets and everything. It's an awesome time. The weather's perfect. It's just, it's, that's like, it's number one and number two weekend. You know, March Madness and Super Bowl. And we're about to come up on one of them in a few days. Awesome. Mike Palm, VP of Operational Circuit Resort and Casino, the D, Golden Gate in Las Vegas. He's only here for one day. He's got to go back to work. Now, so glad you stopped by, Mike. Thanks so much. Thank you, Arash. Appreciate the time. <laughs> All right, that was Mike Palm from Circus Sports. Again, you know, he was only here for uh, for the day. But uh, listen, as the VP of Operations at Circus Resort and Casino at the D in Golden Gate, we got plenty going on there at Circus for the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, Jihei, we're, we're sitting here on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. We're getting all these prop bets. Um, listen, as I'm as I'm looking at it right now, like, like, where do you stand on prop bets? Are you a prop bet person? I mean, I do love me some prop bets. I actually, you know, the ones that I love the most um, 
are the the ones where you have to guess the time for the for for uh, you know the national anthem or for you know stuff stuff like that. So those are those are probably my favorite. But looking at the circle ones, I'm I mean just the overs on passing and the overs on um, rushing props. Yeah. Are probably those are the ones that I might dive into. Yeah, I mean just like the number of props that you have, pages and pages long. I mean, like you said, G, from the moment you 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 bet on how long the national anthem will be till the first score, for how long the game will be, you know. I think I think everyone's going to place their wagers. And again, by the way, betting, sports betting is legal here in Phoenix, here in the state. You walk around and it's, I mean, the number of FanDuel and Caesar Sportsbook and Circa and the number of commercials and billboards you see around town is tremendous. Um, Gee, we, we did this a year ago in Los Angeles and uh, we're, we're, we're back again, you know, last couple of minutes here i mean what your, your thoughts it, it does seem like it's back to normal again when we were in tampa uh, three years ago now it's crazy to even think about that um it was non-existent we just had a good time in tampa but the, there was no one on the road a lot better a year ago in our hometown in los angeles but this is our first time going on the road doing the road yeah you know what this was this is great because it actually like you said Arashi does look like it's back to normal so super excited that you know things are it's a hustle and bustle it is an overload of you know people out here and normally on wednesday you don't really see as many right so i mean i actually had to stand in a long line to get my media credential it was you know we're, we're seeing fernando um Legend. Walk by, love the legend Fernando. Walk by here. Um, you get to see, you know, and you get to see all of the, all of the guys, all of the people out here. So I, yeah, it definitely looks like it's back to normal here. It's exciting. Yeah, the cool thing about us, you know, as you know, everyone, you know, we're we're on the air in Southern California, the Mighty Air Ten Ninety. We're on the air in Las Vegas and in Hawaii. And Las Vegas next year will be hosting the Super Bowl, like I talked about, with Mike Palm. Again, normally the next best place to be if you can't be at the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. And I think what you'll have a year from now is that a number of people who may have gone home on a Friday, who may have gone home before the game, are probably going to stick around. You know, they're, they're probably going to stay if they can to watch the game at Caesars, at Circa, at all those c- casinos. Um, and again, I, I just can't imagine what the Super Bowl is going to be like in Las Vegas. But for this year, the Super Bowl is here in Phoenix, and we are here on Radio Row all week. So we'll be back uh, with more great guests tomorrow. So with that said, that's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again tomorrow, live once again from Super Bowl Radio Row in Phoenix. This is Arash Markazi saying stay safe, stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend, now a ghost in the dark. Hard part about it, brother got smoked by a fiend. Trying to floss on him, blind to a broken man's dream. A hard lesson, court cases keep him guessing. Bargain ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the pen. Making money over cuss words, writing again. Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen. Late night down sunset, like in the scene. What's the worst? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.